Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. The entire bar chanted at a wiry middle-aged bearded man wearing a Drew Brees New Orleans Saints jersey. The 49ers had just won their first playoff game in more than a decade, in dramatic fashion no less, with a touchdown in the waning seconds. And the bartender promised everyone in Thieves Tavern a free shot if we got this guy to take his Saints jersey off. Once the man shot up his arms, the bartender lunged toward him and pulled the jersey off. Everyone in the bar went nuts. Glancing up at one of the screens in the bar, I noticed a weeping Vernon Davis, the tight end that caught the game-winning pass. I got emotional myself, nearly tearing up, realizing that the 49ers quarterback Alex Smith, who had endured stark criticism for his underachievement over the past six years, finally found triumph. I pulled my phone out of my pocket to text my father, who had raised me as a 49ers football fan. What I found was a text from someone I'd gone out on a coffee date with just prior to the game. We had built a great texting rapport during the week leading up to our first in-person meeting, and that chemistry seemingly translated into real life. They asked how the game was going. Football wasn't their thing. Clearly, they were still into me. I texted them back about the overjoying victory and proceeded to connect with my dad. In a state of tipsy from the victory, the alcohol, and the promising romantic interest, I made my way from the mission to the Richmond to catch up with a friend over dinner. When I arrived, she was in the middle of cutting glass for her stained glass business. A film noir festival was coming to the city in less than a week. She was determined to have noir-themed windows ready for sale on the festival's opening night. Before we left for dinner, she shared some of her work with me. I walked into her glass-cutting studio. It's a small room attached to her bedroom and the size of a large walk-in closet. Inside, it's surrounded by windows that look out onto her communal backyard. Just then, I received a text from my coffee date inviting me to come over and hang out. I grew uneasy. Although their interest in me was welcomed and reciprocated, an unusual acceptance for me, seeing them again today, and at their place, felt like too much too soon. I move at a snail's pace when it comes to these types of things. My inexperience in these kinds of situations draws out my prudence and fragility. In times like these, my unwillingness to be so vulnerable, consequentially, usually leads to premature endings. I parlayed my attention to my friend. I watched her score and detach pains. Red, blue, yellow, polka-dotted, swirled, solid. All the pains were of vastly different color and design. I studied her intricate work under a magnifying lens. The glass was so delicate and fragile. Mishandled and that would be it. You'd be left with tiny broken shards that could not be cut, sanded, and molded into pieces that fit into the larger stained glass frame. Finally, I texted my date from the afternoon, unable to delay any longer. I told them I was with a friend, helping with a stained glass project. I then sent a photo of some of the panes. I wondered if the fragility I had just put on display would become a deal breaker.
sun.